0: Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane.
1: Glad you're keeping it here with your radio sisters, Rachel Bow and Allie Cat, and you're listening to the Mulberry Lane Show, putting harmony into your weekend. Right now, we're in the middle of our chat with jazz drummer and more, Brian Blade, And right now, he's talking about his new album with his band, The Fellowship, called Landmarks. There's the magic when you hear the album. And it's the fellowship, you know, the band is the fellowship band. It's tangible. You can feel that. So do you think that that is the combination of musicians, the writing, or just the capture of the actual performance that kind of brings that to life?
2: It's definitely all of that. You know, the relationship that we have, the trust, this collective yearning to serve the song. I'm so thankful for, you know, each member of the band because... I think we're all striving for that same holistic vibe, you mm-hmm. know, and so it, it keeps getting deeper and deeper. And the more uh-huh. the years pass, you know, the more and more you get in and out of the van, <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, walk out onto the stage, all those things, they bring you closer together uh-huh. yes. in, in knowing.
1: And, and I love how, you know, even the term fellowship in the music, it's egoless you know, it's, Thank you for it's that. Yeah, exactly what you're saying. I get it. The music says that.
2: Oh, well, we hope so. <laughs> it was a kind, of a, kind of a grand idea, but I think at the root of it, hopefully we all want a piece of that. You know, yeah. We, uh-huh. we want to make something, you know, your sister or your brother, <laughs> that, you know, it feels um, like inseparable. you Right. Know? Uh-huh.
1: So. Yeah. What have you learned from Wayne Shorter?
2: Oh, wow. Sometimes we'd stand in the wings, and there'd be an announcement, you know, Wayne Troy Quartet, and he'd say something great like, you know, see in the movies or, you know, take a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the fact that, that Wayne turned 80 last year,
0: uh-huh. and
2: he's still taking that chance. Yeah. He's still, I mean, just searching, you know, for, for a new way to tell, to tell a story and to surprise each other. I'm constantly inspired by his fearlessness and, uh-huh. and, and his
1: wisdom. We had him on the show. Everything out of his mouth is pure wisdom.
2: Yeah, it's, it's so great, you know, and the, just his virtuosity and genius. You know, as a uh-huh.
1: composer and
2: improviser, that is who he is. Uh-huh. But he yields to the spirit that reveals itself in the moment, uh-huh. which is also a, perhaps an even greater attribute to his person and who he is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. You also worked with Bob Dylan, so what would you say you learned from Bob Dylan?
2: Wow. I learned that even with the, what I considered to be this perfect poetic story on paper, as we were in the recording process, he was still, after the mysterious part of recording, that, you know, what is this song going to be ultimately when we all come together mm-hmm. and try and play it? Okay. And he was open to that search at every moment. It was never this tight hold on a, well, no, it's it's got to be this. He was looking for this collective expression. Okay. So I, I admire him so much for that. Mm-hmm. Also, his openness and... It's not as if Bob Dylan needs anyone to make his music, but he he wants that
1: group interplay. That spirit of collaboration. That's neat to hear that. Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, I saw you when you were drumming in Omaha with Wayne Shorter, and I was just blown away by your drumming. And in watching you, I really had to say that I felt like the drums are like an extension of you. Do you feel like when you're playing that your instrument is an extension of you?
2: I I hope so. hope more and more (laughs) with each opportunity, you know, uh, I'm given to play Uh and obviously not to mention solitary time, you know, practicing, but all these things, you know, they close the gap hopefully between my head and my hands that that I'm able to just execute what I hear in the moment. Well, in, in a way, what i've practiced but not not in a rudimentary way but in an improvisatory way Mm -hmm. uh the music making so hopefully after all these years i've learned a few things you know about just being in the flow and not thinking <laughs> yeah. Because I, usually if I'm thinking oh, I'm in trouble like okay. something's not right
0: and you know uh, you know, you don't see that every day and I, it was so tangible that you were in the flow and I did not feel like your playing was head based it seemed completely emotive which was really a treat to see that
2: oh well thank you so much you know again it, a lot of it comes down to group trust yeah. and you allow each other to take that chance and interject this idea and to make an answer or or follow it, you know, it's a great liberty. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a trip every time.
1: Yeah.
0: You're listening to the Mulberry Lane Show, and right now we're talking with drummer extraordinaire Brian Blade. Brian and the Fellowship Band have a new album out called Landmarks. As I was watching you play, what is your personal preferred way of communication? Is it through playing music or is it through talking?
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, (laughs) so I suppose I'd probably probably play instead of talk. Okay, (laughs) (laughs)
1: okay.
0: I I had a feeling that might be the answer. Good observation, (laughs) (laughs) Alec.
1: Do you have a favorite song on Landmarks?
2: (sighs) Wow, tough one. I'd have to have two because of John's writing, Landmarks would be my favorite, but The song I wrote for my mother called Friends Call Her Dot. Okay. I I really love that piece of music uh, in that it's the same melody over and over again, but I feel like there's still this improvisational spirit in it, the rendering of it. uh, I love the uh, emotion in it.
1: Okay. But what did your mom think?
2: (laughs) Now <laughs> she likes
1: it, thankfully. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. she does. <laughs> I bet that's her favorite song. <laughs>
2: well, I am so much. Okay.
1: <laughs> now we have our question of the day. So our question today is, what advice would you give your younger self?
2: Whew, my younger self. Um, um, it speaks to a, a little bit of what Wayne would say. You know, I, take a chance. I, I wish I'd had a, a little more courage when it came to certain things. Okay. Sometimes it's hard to know, you know, you get advice and you try and be obedient.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: But, but sometimes I think there is the deeper yearning in mm-hmm. you that ultimately you have to follow back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one else can give it to you and no one can take it away. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yeah, you can that, follow other people's advice, but what's inside is inside and that's where you need to find it. You
2: know, you have to listen and, um, you know, there's wisdom coming to you. But then, you know, you have to make those choices yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
0: <laughs> and do you think when you follow that voice, that voice becomes stronger?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Even if you fail, so to speak, you know, there's still that thing that makes the skin thicker, and right. and then you can just have that much more conviction mm-hmm. at the next step. You right. know. So.
1: Yeah. Uh, well. We think you talk as well as you drum, Brian. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> thank you for that. I appreciate you all. <laughs> all right.
1: And we'll have to catch up down the road.
2: Okay. Oh, thank you so much. I hope to see you again. It's not in Omaha, maybe uh, somewhere else out there on the road.
1: All right. That'd be, That'd be awesome. awesome. Take care, Brian. All of this. Keeping the variety coming right here on the Mulberry Lane Show. We'll be right back with Christian artist, Becca Shea.